You are about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work. But if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? Welcome, one and all, to Artificial Ghost Radio, a musical tour through the minds of our contestants. I'm counting down the days to Halloween so I can cry while watching Over the Garden Wall, Miles Lazarus. And for me, every day is Halloween because I'm a goth bitch, Mars Garbayo. If you would indulge us, we'd like to play a game. This is a podcast where each week we challenge each other to find what makes music so special. Hi, Miles. Hi. I so, what are you bumping mm-hmm. around over there? I was I was just I was just adjust I was just adjust I was I was sitting with my legs kind of crossed up and I was like, well that's not super conducive to recording, so I adjusted. Oh I man spread and hunch when we record. It's like eh, I'm a fucking goblin. Eh. So it's forty seven days to Halloween. It is uh, Okay. I mean, obviously, we're going to do some fun Halloween stuff, but... For sure, any, for sure. Do you have any, like, parties, anything you're planning on doing for the spooky season? I mean, like, I wasn't really joking when I said that every day is kind of Halloween for me, uh, because, like, Great Halloween for me, like, the actual day of Halloween, like, I haven't done anything for a couple of years and mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have any plans this year. I think my main plan for Halloween Day this year is playing Luigi's Mansion 3, because that's when it comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. For um, sure, for sure. But uh, but yeah, no, I don't really have anything... Uh, because here's here's the main thing is that i don't actually i don't have any friends who live near me that is true it makes it hard i don't talk to people in the meat space Mm, for sure for sure for sure i would i would love to go to a halloween party one of these days though i've never actually been to one yeah i don't know if i have I I haven't been to a lot of parties. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the type to get invited to parties, but... I'm not the type to be invited to parties, and I'm also not the type to necessarily enjoy being at a party. Yeah. It really depends on what kind of party, though. Yeah, I mean, it's usually with my gang, the parties that we throw are very loosely parties, and it's more of a, you know, get drunk, eat snack, watch movies sort of sitch, uh, which is the only valid type of party for me. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't go to parties, but I do enjoy a group hangout. Exactly. Because mm, because it's going to be spring, because that's how uh, seasons work. Um, yeah. 
Uh, I'm trying to think of a way to have a picnic but make it spooky. A spooky picnic. Spooky picnic. All right, here's some ideas off the bat already. Okay. You hit me. Okay. Obviously, you want to have a, like, you know, orange and black and maybe, like, purple and green uh, picnic blanket. Good secondary colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe even two picnic blankets that one is orange and red, one is is purple and green. Mm-hmm. And you just sort of overlay them in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in terms of the food, I think you can mostly do normal food, but I think just like, you know, surround some, some, black. Some, well, yeah, food, I was going to say food coloring. Mm. But, I mean, you don't typically use acrylic paint on food, but I mean, I guess you can. Uh, yeah, if, if you're, you're, not if a you're okay with with like poison, if you're okay with poisoning, then that's that's a good option for you. You can also get edible um, black spray paint, but for sure, do they make wait? They make edible spray paint? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. Uh. Okay. It looks like one company makes edible spray paint, mm. and I've heard it isn't very good. Holy to taste. shit! What? Holy shit! You want to see a bad image? Yeah, always. I've seen this image before. Uh, yeah, I think this is, this is, like, this is an image that they use to advertise their edible spray paint or God, whatever. God, that's awful. Um. My question for you, Mars, is why? Uh-huh. So, what well, we have, to, it's an audio medium, we have to explain what the image is. Oh, sure. It is, is a whole roast chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, Booty your typical out. roast chicken. Yeah, you know, it's got the legs sticking out, it's got the, the wings and whatever. And the other thing about this chicken mm. is that it is entirely spray painted gold. Yeah, like chrome gold. Like shiny, shiny gold. Like you can't even see the tone of what used to be underneath it gold. No, not at all. The The bones and the meat are the exact same color. There is no difference between them. It really is like you got a can of normal spray paint and just did did the damn mm-hmm. thing. Uh, or 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 even like you shaped the chicken out of like gold foil. Mm, yeah, actually. Yeah. Know? It looks like hammered hammered material of some description. Yeah. Disgusting. So here's the here's the other thing that I So there there's there's a couple of things that i want to point out about this image other than the fact that it's got a gold chicken in it that looks so so like i don't even eat meat but like i can some i can admit that like oh like a like a cooked chicken like smells pretty good it smells good yeah it's it smells good and it might not like i might not want to eat it by looking at it but i'm not going to say that it looks unappetizing sure but this, this looks gross. This looks so disgusting. It looks beyond inedible. Here's the other thing about it is that um it is on the it's on a it's on a grandma plate. It looks like a paper grandma plate. And if 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 you listeners at home know exactly what i'm talking about just by the phrase grandma plate you get one point but um the it's it's just it's you know it's like a it's like a silver hammered plate yeah with, like a um, raised ribbed edge with, with a raised ribbed edge yeah yeah o- ovula yeah if you just if you just google edible spray paint it's the first image that you yeah. find i also um, hate that there's some star anise and some cinnamon sticks yeah that's that's the thing that i was gonna say about it is that what 
Because, like, sure, that could be used in Chinese cooking, like, with, for, for Chinese Five Spice. That's that's fine. But, like, this ain't a Peking duck, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is you doing? And so that leads me to, so, like, then my thought process is, why would it be there? Why would you flavor a chicken with that? You wouldn't. And then I was like, is this a craft project? Well, here's the here's the thing, right? It's like, like. Are they decoration? What, what are you supposed to do? With a drumstick that has already been cooked and seasoned, presumably. I hope so. And then, an- additionally, on the side, ooh, a little accoutrement, some raw cinnamon sticks? Mm-hmm. What are you supposed to do with that? Which also, you can't eat cinnamon sticks, it's bark. Yeah, you, you can't it's eat it, It's not stick so- as a euphemism, it's like, it's a plant. Yeah. It's a plant, it's a plant. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's so, tree bone. You yeah, can't eat I don't, it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It looks stupid. Here's the, here's also, the last thing oh, that yeah. I want to point out about this this image. Yeah, is I'm on the Google Images page mm. for edible spray paint. Mm. This image shows up in varying degrees of quality uh, in three spots on this list. There with with two websites between them, and the two websites that these these images this image is found on mm-hmm. is this is why I'm broke dot com huh. and and dude I want that dot com. <laughs> so you're su- so you're so you're supposed to go on dude I want that dot com, see a picture of a golden chicken, and be like, holy shit, I want that. Yeah, I really I want that. Eat, I want I want to be able to do, imagine all of the other things you could spray with the mm. edible spray. Fuck. Here's God. my thing. Here's like the last thing we'll say about it. Then we'll actually get into the episode. But mm-hmm. like, here's my thing, right? Is that even if someone found this awful gold chicken appealing, which listen, there has to be at least one person or they wouldn't use it in advertising. But here's my thing. When I think of like any sort of edible dye or paint or spray for cooking, I don't think think of savory or hot foods i would think of a dessert you know oh my god that's the other thing too is that if you're spraying that because here's the thing right the ideal obviously with a with a cooked chicken you want to let it rest for a little bit before you eat it yeah let it keep cooking in its own juices but but you still want to eat it when it's when it's like pretty damn hot yeah are you telling me because also if you if you leave chicken too long it enters the danger zone you'll fucking right. get die you'll die <laughs> you'll so, just die you'll get so sick you'll so, die so a you're you're adding another process to the cooking portion mm-hmm. by spraying it mm-hmm. when are you supposed to spray it because obviously not before it goes into the oven yeah because i would imagine so okay so you've let it rest for let's say 10 20 i don't know how long the ideal resting period for a chicken is of, of a fair amount of time, 10 minutes, under some foil. Uh, keep, keep the skin all good. Uh, and then you uncover it and you have, you have dinner guests over there in the they're in the dining room. And then you get out your can, you sh- 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 yeah, shake it up. And they're just like, like, hey, hey, everybody. I, doesn't this, this chicken look, doesn't like, this chicken look great? Aren't you so hungry? Chicka, 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 chicka. <laughs> and they're like, are you spraying it with Pam? And you're like, nope, but close. And also, because of like what you would put in the can to make it air, like to make it an air spray, uh-huh. it would have to be like some sort of alcohol or solvent of some description to make the mica that's in the can, the colorant, stick to things and then evaporate. Usually they use like a vodka, something like that, especially in baking, like it's usually a, a some sort of uh, alcohol. Right. And so if you spray that on a hot food... 
it would either sink into the food instead of mm-hmm. evaporating, or it would right. run off because it's not the right texture for it to grip onto. Right. Or I guess it would work in the intended purpose, and then you'd have a gold chicken. Like none of so, <laughs> none I, of so these he, are good. Right. So what I'm th- what I'm saying is that like if the chicken is hot, then the spray will melt. Surely, right? right? Like, if it's like a glitter, like, because this looks really, like, shiny, surely it would just run off. Right. It's not going to stick. Surely it would just melt off. So, the chicken in the picture has got to be at least pretty cold, right? Yeah. Like, room temperature, maybe. I mean, you always see those, you know, like, have you ever seen those, uh, like, how people get, like, food photography uh, and how Mm -hmm. they put, like, you know, fucking car varnish on shit? I wouldn't be surprised if they took a either raw chicken or a partially cooked, because sometimes they partially cook it, and then covered it with actual spray paint and then just pretended that they did it with their spray paint. I am like 90% certain that is not edible spray paint because you can't yeah. possibly get that color. There, There's there no is, way. <laughs> there is no way on this earth that, at, like, that the two things of this chicken is entirely covered in gold spray paint and this chicken is edible, there's no part where those two things are true. Exactly. That That's not a Venn diagram. That's two circles. That's two separate circles. Also, also, okay, again, last thing. All right, we got to stop. Last thing. Either when you use this spray paint, any color, doesn't matter for any purpose. Either the purpose is this is going to look really cool, right? Or this is a prank. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah. This is a prank the, to pull on my friends. Those are the only two scenarios where you're using this paint. Is so, either it, you're, the only times you're using this paint are either for Instagram or as a prank. That's it. Yeah, or an Instagram prank. Boom. Okay, we should fucking get into the podcast. Yeah, let's get into the podcast, guys. guys let's go get some edible spray. <laughs> Maybe, maybe don't. Maybe don't do that. So much. I mean, here's here's the thing. If fucking edible spray paint wants to sponsor us, oh yeah, for sure. An I, audio. That's, that's okay. I guess. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Ed- edible spray paint. If you're out there, we're open to sponsorships. Also, don't listen to the first twenty minutes of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Also, j- edit. Ed- okay, Mars. Edit this in over the the twenty minutes that we just did. Edible spray paint is a great idea. <laughs> edible is a great idea. Edible spray paint is a great idea, but we've, but let's make some goofs about it anyway, huh, Miles? Yeah, let's do some fun jokes for this comedy joke podcast. Yeah, uh, okay, all right, I'll edit that in beforehand. Thank you, thank you, thank you, okay. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, Okay, so Mars. Yeah, what up? Last week, you challenged me to find an instrumental song, but before I tell you what I bought, I want to know what you did. I want to know what you want to do. Now- I did, I did specify mm-hmm. that it is, it's not an instrumental song. It is a song without lyrics. Oh, yeah. 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 Because there is a slight difference. Sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's the, it's the sort of thing where like, like every square is a rectangle, but not every rectangle is a square. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, so what inspired this challenge? Um, well, if you recall when I when I did when I set the challenge uh last week is that um I didn't think of it ahead of time. You sure didn't. Uh so the good old uh, Mars switcheroo. So I just sort of scrolled really really fast through my Spotify saved songs mm-hmm. to try and find a, a a song that I could base it off of. Um 
And you know what? What? You know what? What? I want to talk. I want to talk about Too Mellow. Mm-hmm. Too Mellow is a musician. He has he's worked on games before. I don't think he he works in games anymore. I think he just does solo albums. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, works with people. He made an album called Memories of Tokyo Toe, which is a tribute album to a game I've never played. What's the game? The game is Jet Set Radio. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I've also never played it, but I know what that is. (laughs) Yeah, I've never played it. I do know what it is. Okay, I've technically played it for like 15 minutes because I got it for free on Steam like five years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it it didn't 100% click with me at the time just be, I, I don't know, for whatever reason maybe i'll go back to it one day mm-hmm. but uh uh this this album is it's a combination of like mostly instrumental tracks uh there are a couple in which Tumelo comes on and like does some vocals uh he raps on a song or two uh and like those songs are good but i think the the real strength is of of Tumelo's music at least on this album is his instrumental work and so it took me a little bit to narrow down specifically which song i wanted to talk about sure but I think that I'm going to have to go with Tag Walls Punch Fascists. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a very Mars title. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like those are values that should be universally common. loved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fucking. Hey, fucking. Hey. 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 No one should get fucking prosecuted for graffiti, especially if it's for if it's in protest. Ugh, I hate those fucking knocks that rat on people that do fucking street art. Listen, I get it if you're spray painting a bunch of bad shit. Like, obviously, that's just awful. But, like, if you're doing, like, a cool fucking art piece on a brick wall that is truly nowhere, and someone rats, hey, fuck you. Yeah, no. <laughs> straight up, fuck you. Yeah, honestly- Mind your uh, business. Honestly, graffiti is one of the, like, coolest forms of artistic expression. Graffiti I fucks, think. and I love it. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of graffiti. I also just enjoy it just because it's, like, creating art- over the very like clinical way that we build cities, you know. Yeah. Um. Nothing like transforming some brutalist architecture with some fucking color. Yeah, absolutely. Um. But anyway. Anyway. Let's 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 go ahead and give uh, Tag Walls Punch Fascists by Two Mellow a little listen, shall we? Yeah. Let's fucking do it.
So. So. What'd you think? I mean, what? This is a really interesting yeah. one. Yeah. It it really, like, the song opens up with this immediate, like, like in-your-face jazziness. Mm. Um, you know, it's got this, I mean, it's like, it's it's jazzy, but it's also, like, obviously, like, like 90s, like, hip-hop influenced, um, but has, like, modern electronic production styling. Mm-hmm. It's It's so interesting. And I think that, like, like those influences, those um, ideas, like they really carry themselves all the way through this album. And even though I don't know like jack shit about uh, about Jet Set Radio, like this album, like really, really rocks just completely. Yeah. What I do enjoy about it actually uh, is there are there are other like video game tribute albums there are actually a lot of them yeah um and that's a topic that we can maybe cover more in depth in at, at another time mm-hmm. um but i uh yeah i want to talk about the creeper all man song um there is there's a there's a rapper who goes by Samus, uh, spelled with two M's, who Samus. did in fact make a um, a complete like Metroid rap album. Fuck yeah! And it's like uh, I haven't I haven't listened to all of it, but like just its existence is very cool. Yeah. Um. But uh, there are. Uh, but like I think like my issue or not issue necessarily, but like I think one of the stumbling blocks a lot of the times with video game tribute albums is that they are um so often trying to like be either like a direct representation or interpretation of the story yes but i also feel like that a lot of times uh they are like they're based on games that don't necessarily have a very deep story mm you know, or you have to be so involved already with that franchise to really understand the album in full. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, like, of all the, the albums that I've heard that have been inspired by other medias, which I haven't listened to too many, but I know there's quite a few. I don't, yeah, I much prefer ones that is just like the general feeling of the media it's inspired by. Because you're not making a concept album, like, you're not making a fucking musical you don't have to tell the whole story of it but like to to have the feelings that you got from it what you were feeling at the time of like playing it or watching it or whatever the the media may be it's it's a lot more impactful when you do that than just telling the story again in my opinion yeah this this album like yeah it, it like you know it's not trying to tell the story of Jet Set Radio I really don't think that the story in Jet Set Radio is super in depth I'm pretty sure it's just like levels with some trappings. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it is trying to, uh, emulate and expound upon the soundtrack for Jet Set Radio. Mm. It's inspired very much by the, by the soundtrack. It's trying to emulate that feel, that sound. Um, it has a great soundtrack. And, uh, it's also like, yeah, just focusing in on the themes of the uh of the game and and what can be extrapolated based on those themes Mm. i can definitely hear like within this song 
Um, because like when I read the title, Tagwalls Punch Fascists, you're like, okay, I can get what this vibe is gonna be. And it it definitely stays in line with that. Like the the sort of vocal samples that they use in the background that like, you know, the sort of gibberishy just sort of like sounds that someone has mechanisms of like the the sound of the shaking can and spraying on the wall. Like it's a it's a it it stays within the vibe of like, yeah, you're gonna go out and spray paint and you're rebelling and, and you're going up against uh people that uh don't like you. And it's a very interesting mood, and I think it captures it really well without, like, having lyrics that go, like, we're rebelling. <laughs> we're gonna go graffiti. Yeah, this this song just absolutely, like, is such a great song to, like, I was listening to it while I was walking Winston uh, earlier today, mm-hmm. and it, like, is such a good, like, walking song. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's a it's a great song for like like yeah, like keeping you in that headspace, keeping you in this sort of like 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 it's sort of like a it's like a, it's an empowering headspace to to be in, right? Yeah. Of like, you know, like I know what to do. I know how to get there. Mhm. I know who the enemy is, aka fascism, obviously. Mm. Um and I'm going to take it down, you know, stylishly. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It's a good song. It is. And I, I definitely hear, like, the, uh, uh, what's, what's the word? Um, touches of Caravan Palace, uh, within the song and also touches of, um, Cowboy Bebop in a lot of ways. Oh, uh, sure, sure. Uh, and yeah, like, listening to it, I could definitely hear, uh, the smatterings of what made this a song that you really like. You know what's interesting? What? I don't know how how sold I am on the new Caravan Palace album. Really? I haven't listened to it. Yeah, I don't I don't know where I'm at still. I've only mm. listened to it a couple times all the way through, but it hasn't really necessarily drawn me in to listen to it more. Mm. I think mm. that says I think that says something. Yeah. Uh <sighs> anyway, so so that's pretty much all I got on this song. Mm. All right. Well, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, like, like the, like the title of the song says, Do fucking that. tag walls and punch fascists. <laughs> it's an instructional guide. Hey, Miles. Hey, Miles. Nice so, you so, so, so. Oh, they're stretching. <clears throat> so. What, what could you possibly have brought <laughs> for this episode? What so could much, you. So much doubt in your voice, Miles. What could you, what could you possibly have done? A ye of little faith, apparently. What did you do? What have you done? Uh, what song are you bringing for this uh, for this episode, my good friend Miles? Well, so, uh, long-time listeners of the show will either know or now realize, uh, as well as Miles, I suppose, uh, that I don't really listen to non-vocal music. Oh, I do not. I don't either. This this is absolute. This album is the exception for oh, me. That's, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but so it it made it quite hard for like I don't have anything in my regular rotation that doesn't have uh, lyrics in it. Just because like I've said this before, when I look for music, I look for story and I look for uh the sort of artistry of the of the words used in association with the music. Um. 
So uh, uh, usually that's what I focus on. So uh, while I do like a good background song, uh, like a nice lo-fi, chill hip-hop beats to study and relax to, uh, it's not what I put in my regular rotation because I like to just sort of vividly daydream while listening to music, just sit there with my eyes closed. Um, But I uh, have been listening to a fair amount of uh, Tammy Impala lately. Uh, ah. And they have a great song uh, called Jeremy's Storm. Uh, and Jeremy's now, Storm uh, is... Wait, Jer- Jeremy? Jeremy? Jeremy Storm. Jeremy, Jeremy Storm. Storm. Now, the storm okay, belongs I, to Jeremy. Okay. All right. So, I, so I, have a, I have a question immediately. Mm, yes. Okay. Is it, is it like a Fantastic Four member named Jeremy Storm? Or... Oh, I see. No, Never it's, mind. It's a storm belonging to Jeremy. You, you've sent the song now, and I see that there is an apostrophe S. Mm-hmm. That was not, that was not clear in it when you said it. Mm. Um, and maybe, it, well, maybe it was clear, but maybe I just didn't hear it. You didn't. <laughs> it's fine. Um, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be bringing Jeremy's Storm by Tammy Impala. Um, I'm sorry, when you say Jeremy's, it just sounds just like you're saying Jeremy. Jeremy's storm it's because i slur everything i say um so jeremy's storm is you, from you don't, you don't have to over pronounce it every time it's fine <laughs> jeremy's beat storm um uh so yeah jeremy's storm is from uh their debut album uh inner speaker from 2010 i uh i've only listened to a handful of songs from this album and i much prefer their uh newer album currents from 2015 uh like with the less i know the better on it and all those uh good good jams eventually uh because i'm a man they're all fantastic songs uh but um it's a pretty critically acclaimed album inner speaker uh and i certainly do like what i've heard from it, uh, including Jeremy's Storm. Uh, and I believe I heard this first on a playlist a couple years ago, which is how I find a lot of music, honestly. It's like listening to random like character playlists and uh, soundtracks and stuff. Uh, yeah, so without further ado, I'd love it if we could give this a tasty little listen. Yeah, let's go for it, huh? Yeah, let's go for it, huh? Let's go for it, So, so what'd you think? Uh, before I get to what I think, there is one thing that I want to point out, because I did Google this song. I wanted to find out a little bit of information on it. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one thing that I did find that I want to talk about that isn't specifically about this song, but it is just strange. So, um, obviously, we both know the website GeniusLyrics.com. Yes. Um, it, well, except for the fact that they have n- since rebranded themselves to just being genius, mm-hmm. but that's stupid, so I'm always just going to call them genius lyrics. It's like how but, Gears of War is now just Gears. Yeah, it's dumb. But I want to say that there is a geniuslyrics.net that is a different <laughs> website that is not even a little bit affiliated. Uh, it's, it's, it's so strange. Um, now... 
on GeniusLyrics.net, mm-hmm. which is it, it tell me what's it on there. Looks, <laughs> it looks to me, honestly, this website, it looks to me like the dollar store knockoff of a website, you know? Yeah, like not even of genius lyrics. It looks like despite the like other than the fact that it's called genius lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. Like outside of that. Like it. It doesn't look anything like it. It just looks like the dollar store version of a website. Yeah. Um, that said, in the information section for this song, it says this sentence, which is just wild to me. Jeremy Storm is a song interpreted by Tame Impala. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yup. I'm, I'm sorry? I'm sorry, huh? <laughs> it was interpreted. You sure what? Well, okay. here's something that you don't know. Uh, obviously, you're not a Tammy Impala super fan like I am, but uh, all, uh-huh. of, uh, all of the the uh, songs that um, Kevin Parker, the front man, writes actually come to him in a fever dream uh, where he uh, hallucinates after drinking a special herbal tea for up to uh, four days. Um, and then he just interprets the visions that he sees into songs. Now- I don't know if you're fucking with me. I'm entirely fucking with you. Okay. Um, I don't know if you could tell by how much I was going, uh. You said it really confidently, actually. I did believe you. Oh, um, you I'm a good actor. The The other thing that I want to say, point out, before I get to how I felt about this song. Speak it. Is that I really like the album art. It fucks, doesn't it? Yes. It's super cool because it, like, you look at it at first and you're like oh that's just like a normal landscape photo and then you really look at it and you're like wait a second no it isn't and then you really look at it and you're like wait what is what it's sick because it's like it is like a nature photo but like i would describe it as like they took a nature photo then made the sky like tessellate into itself like yeah yeah it's like they took the image and then just copied it and then shrunk it in the center a little bit and they kept doing that Mm-hmm. But it, but it's not. But that's not what they did because it. That's not. That's not. I don't know what they did. But it's, it's, cool. it's it's weird and it's cool and it just it makes you keep looking at it. Yeah, I really like the uh, uh, album art for Currents. Um, the like, I don't know if you've seen it. Um, it's it's a uh, uh, this beautiful. Hang on, I'll I'll just send you a picture. You know what? It's yeah, send me a, send me a picture. Fucking easier. It's almost, um, it's almost like describing images in an audio medium. It's almost like it's a hard task to do. Yeah. Uh, this is the image. Because, uh, so they oh, are- Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I know this image. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's- It's a very, it's, it's, it's popular. It, it's, it's, it's an, ab- it's abstract. I'm not going to try to, to describe it. Yeah. Just, just Google yeah. Tame and Paula Currents. Yeah, because Currents, really Currents is an album, not to get off track, but Currents is an album is about, uh, changing as a person after being- uh, like after I think a breakup and and changing inherently as a uh, person and as an adult and the currents that happen after you change yourself and what happens to your environment. Uh, sure. So it has this sort of image of like a marble falling into waves. Anyway, yeah, because they because they are a psychedelic pop uh, group, Tammy and Paula. Right. A lot of their uh, music and their uh, imagery concerns a lot of like yeah, just abstract, interesting psychedelic stuff. Uh, so. Now, what do you think about Jeremy Storm? Okay. Now, I have one more thing. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so, this song represents and illustrates 
one of my favorite sensations I that I I experience Ooh. in this world. Do elaborate. And it is the experience of being in a house, right? Mm-hmm. And just listening to a storm roll over where you are at. Yeah. And just hearing the wind rattle everything in the house and the rain beating down and like I I am I'm the type of person who finds that kind of shit super relaxing. Oh same. Um uh and also I just like I just enjoy what m- m- most people would probably call bad weather. Yes, I'm. I'm a big fan of rain and wind and storms and fog and uh yeah, I just I just love bunkering down in my bed and having a storm just wash over me. It's a very peaceful feeling. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's a strange feeling because it's at once like it's like isolating, right? Mm. But because when a storm happens, the best thing to do and is to find shelter and, you know, cozy up. Wait it out. And it's isolating in that way. I also just I also just enjoy because of that having the sort of outside disappear for a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I'm certainly not going out and nobody's going out and there are no animals going out. Like, the outside just goes away and is replaced by rampaging noise. It's a nice blanket of of white sound. Yeah. And I, yeah, I really enjoy that. Um, Yeah. And I think the song captures it really well, Um, uh, especially in the way that it sort of builds up as it goes down. Yeah. And then at the very end, it just kind of cuts out and then has this sort of gentle, like, um... I forget what instrument, but this like gentle like bells Guitar, or some shit like that. Strum, yeah. Uh that like just chimes in just to be like, Oh, storm is over. Mm. Everything is returning. Okay. Uh, and it, it's it's interesting I'm talking more about your song than you are, but I'm just letting you go. Uh but I did find uh, and I don't know necessarily if this is a hundred percent accurate. Mm. Um but uh, when Googling this song, I did find a Reddit thread saying, what do you guys think of Jeremy Storm? Mm. And I'm not that interested in the thread, but it does contain a, a, a somebody who uh, pointing pointed out a quote um, from yes. the... Uh, the Kevin. Uh, yeah, the, that guy. Uh, just talking about how uh, the, the song is just about a storm that happened near his home. Yeah. Um, and so I think that like... For once, my interpretation of a song is very much directly in line with what was going on when it was being made. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, because um, um, Kevin Parker, I believe, grew up, um, I don't know if it was on the Gold Coast or what. He's from the mainland, uh, from Australia. Uh, and I tried to Google uh, a storm named Jeremy and I couldn't find anything, but I'll take his word for it. Um, but uh, yeah, I... I uh I really enjoy this song because it really does feel like that both literal and metaphorical storm which I think Tammy and Paula are very good at uh describing and getting into this whole it, it feels like uh the moment of coming to terms with walking into uncertainty and into danger uh, uh into the storm 
Uh, and Tammy and Paula also often have this feeling of metamorphosis, of changing into something else, and honest to God, just being okay with going along for the journey and being like, hey, I don't know what I'm going to be at the end of this, but you got to change. You always have to be changing. Uh, and I, I really like that in this track, Jeremy's Storm, because it really like gradually picks up the instruments, like it sort of flows between the ears. The guitar is really clean. The guitar and the bass that's uh, in Tammy and Parler always is fanatical. It's fa- fucking excellent uh and there's always this big clash of sound and energy and then towards the middle of the song we reach the eye of the storm and it sort of calms down a bit and you can hear these edges of whipping electric guitar sort of simulating wind and synths picking up and then uh it it sort of starts building back up again and then yeah like you said at the end it just sort of like calms right down and it's not like it's saying this is a cycle that will keep continuing because it feels final. It feels like in that moment, all right, you passed through it, went to the eye of the storm, kept going, and now it's over. Uh, and I, I think that's a really wonderful uh, little thing to end it off on. Uh, I think as an as a uh, uh, story, this song is really cool. Yeah, and I, 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 I've talked about this before. I'll talk about it again. I really, really, really genuinely think that, like, there is a lot of storytelling opportunities with instrumentation. Yeah, absolutely. And I just, I really feel like a lot of people don't explore that. I wish enough. they would. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people treat the instrumentation as just like, like, the bed in which the vocals lay upon. Mm. But that's not really true. The the instrumentation, you know, can stand on its own and uh, can be paired so well with the vocals, like a like like it's a it's a team up rather than than you know just the the fucking salad dressing. Absolutely, um, and I'm definitely like I'm guilty of that because I do like it's honestly. The least challenging thing about listening to music is to find meaning in the vocals because it's very open about the words it's using and the language it uses. But to have um, a a sort of something you can find within the music, it's a lot harder and it's a it's very rewarding to do so. Um, and and you can often glean a lot of like really interesting meaning from it. Tammy and Paula are, are really great at at sort of doing that of like having uh, instrumentation. And I feel like a lot of um, synth workers can really like you can create a fantastic soundscape with synth. Um, yeah, absolutely. And- and I like how uh, either there's a lot of really great vocalless um, uh, synth music, or uh, again, I really like it when people use the human voice as an instrument, either with a okay. tone or with sort of like uh, unintelligible sort of noises. You know, I, I always find that really enjoyable and sort of adds that like human touch. But it's uh, it's used in chorus with the instruments, yeah. and I always find that super interesting. And Tammy and Paula like has does a really great job of doing that. Again, Currents is one of my favorite albums, and um, Kevin's voice, uh, the way that he uses it, is fucking mental it's it's amazing his voice is is crazy good and it's also great to have not only this incredible vocalist that does this really like interesting like vocal range all over the place like really interesting meanings behind the lyrics but also to have like really talented 
like bass and really talented guitar and really talented drums as well as really talented synth and to combine yeah. all of it is like wow that's a really interesting mix of genre and sound and they always make fantastic music the only criticism i will ever have for tammy and Paula of my limited knowledge of them as people is that one of their songs on currents is called nangs which is a drug thing <laughs> it's like it's yeah. not even like a fun drug thing it's like it's it's the you snort the aerosol from uh like uh whipped cream or from spray paint or whatever it's like cool you're gonna make a song about that <laughs> sick i mean do you know the lyrics of that song oh yeah i'll get it up let me, it let me might get up be called nangs. that, but it might not be. Well, I don't know. Because the, there are plenty of songs that are called things ironically. That is true. I don't know if they're ironically writing about whippets, but let's let's have a look. Uh, okay, so the only lyric that is repeated, I'm going to say 20 times, is, but is there something more than that? Oh, so there's only the one lyric in the song Whippets. Yeah. Uh, so it's not about anything then. It's not about anything. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, yeah. the song might be about something, but it's probably not about Whippets. It's probably not about Nangs, no. Ooh, um, that's a, that's a good theme idea. Stupid titles. Yeah, a song that you, that from an, like, you know, like a song from an artist that you, that you enjoy that just has a really stupid title. Yeah, uh, song titles that don't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> yeah, that could be fun. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, you know, I'm gonna keep that. I'm gonna lock that away in my brain. Okay. But uh, yeah, I again, this was quite a challenge for me because I really don't have anything in my regular rotation. the The first instinct I had was uh, one of these songs from Hades Town, but. Listen, guys, I did a whole special on Hades Town one week, uh, and uh, yeah, I I do really genuinely enjoy uh, Jeremy's Storm, though. Again, I really like uh, as long as it can like grip my attention, the the soundscape that's happening, I will always enjoy it. So, uh, F- big shout out to instrumental songs that are just one goddamn breakdown, basically repeated. I'm like, no, I have to fucking put some effort in it. like again it is that thing like you said earlier of like people rely on lyrics too much and then even when they're making instrumental songs they just make a normal song but take out the lyrics and there's nothing interesting happening um hey miles hey miles we should probably take it to the break huh oh we could break it down we could we could do you wanna we could lucio edit what did i say (laughs) i think he blacked out let's go to the break (laughs) what did what did I say? You loose. It, it was like Lucio'sd. <laughs> Lucy, let's Lucio'sd it. Fuck yeah! Okay. All I want to do is Lucio'sd it. <laughs> you egg. One, two, three. Let's go. Hi. Oh hey. Uh, hey, what's up? Howdy, everyone. Hi. 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 I missed welcome, you. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, I missed you too. I missed you more. That's probably true. I don't feel human emotions. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mars. I know you do. Um, I only feel human emotions when it's um, about Garfield the cat. That's because Garfield encompasses every emotion. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that was the th- was the name that I pulled. And maybe it's just because we spent- We spent so long looking at Garfield comics, yeah. And thinking about Garfield and talking about Garfield, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, hey, yeah, because of you, 
a side note completely because of you. So the other day, um, we had a call and we were just hanging out. And we were talking about Deadly Premonition and some other uh, Switch stuff. And we we're talking about uh, our birthday Garfield comics, which they were both very fucking silly. Um, but uh, <laughs> so I- I'm house sitting at the moment and um, a family friend of the person I'm house sitting for was staying there for a week. Not my choice. Um, and uh, later that night, or I think the next day, I think it was the next day, uh, she was like, because we had not really had a conversation really at that point. I was like, okay, you're living here for a week now. And then she like, we were hanging out in the kitchen and, and she was like, so you're a bit of a gamer, huh? Ah, uh, now here, now, okay. And it's your fault. Can I tell you, can, can I tell you, oh my God, have I even told you this? Oh, tell me, told me. Okay. So that just reminded me. So that's that's a bad thing for a person to say to you. You're kind of a gamer, huh? You know what's also a bad thing for someone to say to somebody? Uh, a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. um, I uh, went to uh, the emergency room for just a little bit. It wasn't that big of a deal, um, but uh, I was having some some pain. And it, then it just mysteriously went away, and it turned out it's because it was kidney stones. Yeah. Um, and that's it, it, whatever, right? Like, kidney stones are just a, a part of being a human sometimes. They happen, that's okay. But I, I went in, and the nurse had me do a urine test. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not going to get blue with it because that it's what, like, it's again, just pay. Urine, urine tests are, again, uh, just a regular thing that ad- that adult humans have to do. Yeah. N- but what isn't a, a normal thing for adult humans to do? Mm-hmm. So I did the urine test, and then I went back to the room, mm-hmm. and I was just sitting in the room, looking at my phone, uh, waiting for the test results to come back. And the nurse came back in for just a second to go grab something that she forgot, and so uh, and she on her way out of the room, she turned to me. And she said, great job on the pee, and then closed the door. That's it? Yeah. I'm going to shit my pants. I will. I'm shitting my pants. I'm currently shitting my pants. Great job on the pee, Mars. Great job on the pee. Hey, you little shitty idiot. Great job on the pee. What did she mean? And do I even want to know? Because, like, in for any other thing, like, sometimes I'll get my blood pressure done, and the nurse will be like, great job. And I'm like, I'm 21. You don't need to patronize me. Uh, <laughs> it's just a thing squeezing my arm. But, like, for anything else, that would just be, like, a sort of, like, a, a placating statement, you know? Just like, oh, good job doing this. And you're like, okay, whatever. I'm an adult. But specifically, the good job on the pay is simultaneously so infantilizing and so fucking funny. Yeah. I wouldn't- I I think I would forget how to walk. Yeah, no, well, she fucking- she closed the door before I could even begin to think of what to say in response. And I think that must have been mega intentional. I don't know- what her intentions were with that statement, but whatever her intentions were, they required me not to respond. Yeah, that w- that was a fucking real life dragon shout. <laughs> yeah, that was a fucking Fusrida that knocked me off the goddamn mountain. What the fuck did she- what the fuck? God, I'm gonna be thinking about that for the rest of my life. <sighs> me too. Oh my me 
Tim. God, Mars, how are we supposed yeah. to keep doing this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how we can continue. We need to spin that fucking wheel. We gotta spin the wheel. That fucking wheel. That fucking wheel! Uh, hey. Hi. Alright, let, let Alright, I'm gonna spin the wheel. Don't you want to talk to the wheel first? Uh, Wow, you really spun it, huh? Shit, second wind. Um, oh, okay. All right. What is it? What's the verdict? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. So, okay. All right. What is so, it? What is it? What is it? What is it? The song that the wheel has chosen for me. I wouldn't choose this song. Sure. But it's chosen it for me. It's um, Phoenix uh, by Destot. <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be Fall Out Boy. Okay, for sure. Destot, returning, returning band. Yes. Uh, we haven't heard from Destot on the show in a little bit. Since Pikachu. Or Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's Pikachu. Thought so. Um, and... I sound like an old man there for a moment, sorry. And, to be honest, like, I haven't really listened to Distart in a, in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, th- their songs haven't, like, this, this, the latest album that they dropped, um, uh, it, like, hit me, like, really hard the, the first time that I listened to it. I was like, oh, this is cool, this kicks ass, um... And then, like, as it sat with me, like, the longer it's, like, it, it's just become less and less interesting to me. Mm. Um, but that said, I haven't, like, listened to any of the Dissat songs in a while, so I don't know. Um, this one, from what I remember of it, is um, definitely not the song that I would pick to talk about if I was talking about Dissat, but, uh, eh, whatever. That's the game. That's the game, baby. Um, I don't, I, I, I truly, I don't know how to feel about this song right now because I can barely remember it. <laughs> so, so I'll get to, to my th- feelings on it when we listen to it, which is now. <laughs> which is now. The time is now. So, so, what'd you think? That was a really interesting song. Elaborate. Because, uh, let me see if I can get my thoughts in order. Um, what do I, hmm, how do I put it? How do I put it? Um, I think the naming of it, of it being called Phoenix and this sort of like stop start nature of the sound, um, and, yeah. and how it sort of sounded like it kept like failing to return and then trying again and trying again. It, it reminds yeah. me of a lot yeah, of like a, like a really interesting songs that I like. Um, 
Yeah, and just sort of yeah, resurrecting itself, pushing forward, uh, and this sort yeah, of cycle I, now, of it. Yeah. Now that you say that, it's it's sort of it almost sounds like a um like a like a a computer or something that is like glitching out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of like like it trying to reboot and then running into the same problem and then immediately rebooting again to run into the same problem again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's actually kind. Of, that's that's a that's an interesting take on it. Yeah. That's an interesting interpretation of of it. what. What do you think of the lyrics? Oh, I was not paying attention in the slightest. Yeah, that's valid. I feel like that's that's sort of the thing with the uh, with Destot uh, a lot of the times is that. And this is something that I struggle with sometimes mm-hmm. is like this idea of like the lyrics don't actually mean anything. Yeah. But maybe they do. But maybe they don't. Well, to start but it especially. Sounds like they do. To start especially, it seems like they don't do a lot of meaningful poetry when they write music, at least not from what you've brought to the show. Um, no, I mean, it's, 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 it's a lot. Uh, to is like all about surface level ideas. Yeah. Um, for sure, for sure. Uh, and I don't know, like, so, okay. There, in terms of the lyrics, there aren't- Yeah, let me look them up. It's like, I don't know, like, there's this, there's almost this thing of, like, that I can kind of read from it, of, like, like, the first, the first little, the four, first four lines of the song, did we leave the candle burning just to dodge the dark? It gave us stunning light, it got us through the night. I don't know if that means anything or if it just sounds good, mm. but it almost sounds to me like I can almost interpret it like, like that feel, that, that experience of like working on something, working on a project and getting so sucked into it, you know, a song writing, um, uh, just, or even just a fucking playing games all day, fucking whatever, like just focusing in on something super hard, uh, because you don't want to experience the rest of the world right at that moment Mm. and it carries you and you end up staying up all night doing it Mm. and so what your world turns into is you know like you are like is nighttime you know um but then the other lyrics don't really necessarily It's not that they don't follow that, but I don't know what, if they follow anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, to me, looking at the lyrics, it feels to me like this sort of metaphor for for burning the candle at both ends, um, in both the sense that you were talking about of, like, working on something and sort of escaping into it, um... And definitely escapism, I feel like, is is a big part of this. Uh, But also, like, just burning up everything you have left and burnout, especially from working. Um, And it it feels very uh, determined, I think, in naming it Phoenix. Um, It, yeah, to me, yeah, it, it feels like this, like, yeah, so did we leave the candle burning just to dodge the dark? It feels like, you know we are wasting this resource that we have, like this limited amount of time or light that we have just to feel safer in this moment. Uh, Even if it's just slightly more safe or slightly more anything, it's worth it. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting, but I don't know if it really relates to the naming. I don't know if any of these verses (laughs) relate to each other. Uh, It's only interesting. Yeah, like, and here's the the thing, is that they distort 
put out uh, a series of videos digging into each one of the songs on the album. Mm Mm-hmm. I watched most of them. I didn't watch all of them, but I did watch most of them when the album came out. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, they never expounded on the lyrics. Mm. So I, I, I don't know how important lyrics are to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would say not very. Um, and that's valid. And I think why I'm, I am interested in Distant is because of their instrumentation and is because of the way that they are able to make rock music sound interesting mm. again. Mm. I, I really genuinely value Distot for that, because I feel like just rock is so fucking played yeah. in a lot of ways. But Distot makes it sound fresh again. Mm, sure. Not always for the better, but they always, they always, you know, they're always fucking trying out new shit, and each so- song sounds completely different, and, no. like, no other song uh, that I've heard. Yeah, I've been getting into watching more, like, reactions to albums and music on YouTube, uh, and there's one dude, and I can't remember his name, but, uh, yeah, just talking, like, he, w- he was listening to a couple different albums, and a theme that sort of cropped up was this, like, you know, that might not have worked, like, whatever sound they were going for in that moment, but I like that they're trying it out, and I like that it keeps changing, mm-hmm. it's developing, every song sounds like its own song, uh, and it's never going to yeah. be repetitive. I appreciate um, that. I, I, I very much value that. Um, but, but then with their lyrics seemingly meaning nothing mm-hmm. but also being such a a big part of the music yeah it's weird it's weird and i don't know where to place to start in my head yeah neither do i um but uh but i can't deny that this song sounds really good yeah it does it sounds really good, good and like song. that's the fucking thing yeah like okay i don't know that pikachu sounds good yeah. but it sounds it sounds Interesting enough that you want to listen to it more. Sure. Um, like, that's that's always the thing with the stat, is that they will always give you something that sounds interesting. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Miles. Miles! I don't know. Yeah, I liked it. Again, that, that stop-start nature of it, really interesting sound. Yeah. But you know what I do know? What? I do know that the game is over. No. We hope you've enjoyed Artificial Ghost Radio. And we'll see you next week for another round. I'd like to thank Marble Charlotte for being our wonderful narrator. You can find her on Twitter and on Twitch at MarbleCantus, Marble C-A-N-T-U-S, to find everything that she does. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with a friend and with you, uh, and, uh, and leave us a, uh, a rating on iTunes if you would, uh, be so inclined. It would be really cool. And, uh, if you do, we'll read it out on the show. Uh, if you want to stay updated on all things Art Ghost, you can find us on Twitter at Art Ghost Pod. Miles. Miles. All right, do your grim work. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know what? I'm still thinking about what we were talking about earlier. I, I want to challenge you to find a song that uh, the the title of it just doesn't match. I think that's the wording I'm going for. A song and okay. title that do not match either in theme or vibe or anything. Mm. Give, give me that out of nowhere shit. Shit. Ah, uh, you know I know that I because here's the thing, right? Like 
the theme erupted from from the natural conversation what was going but you know i was the one who suggested that we do it but you 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 twisted it you twisted it with your words it's that mine makes now. it yeah it's it is it and i'm thinking about it and a song where the title and the song don't match and i'm really struggling mhm mhm i'm going i'm going to have to, i'm going to have to do a a good deep dive to find to find uh to find one cuz nothing is popping off yeah. uh at the top of my head i have a couple so. ideas and i feel like people listening might be guessing a couple different bands that have weird titles that i might be drawing from oh hi hi anyway i'm not i'm not 100% sure where you're going but all right we'll i'll find out <laughs> Uh, sure will. Thank you so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio, and we will see you when we see you. 